Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Gary? It is. Oh, there he is. Hey, Gary, what's up? This is Gary Danielson, of course, the great lead analyst for the SEC on CBS. Gary, what's up, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. Hope we get it. Well, we had a consequential game last week, but again, not another close game. But I, but I have to admit, watching the game, I was, you know, watching Georgia and Auburn. I, I, you could see that it meant a lot and all the ramifications. So this time of year, it's kind of fun to do these games. Do, do you take? Uh, you, there are a lot of people who have been suggesting that maybe Georgia is a tired football team. Uh, I didn't see that. I just thought they got no. whipped. They're not as bad as they looked. It was just a bad day for them. Uh, what would you say to that? No, they're they're a little bit of a unique team. You know, um, you know they depend solely on um, you know running the ball, controlling the game clock, a clock throughout. Um, they actually ran more, less plays per game than any team in the SEC. You know, they've controlled by having the lead, and then everything is a bit. Uh, shaded because the SEC East is, is so down this year that they were able to dominate most of the teams they played early in the game and got the lead. I also think, you know, the Notre Dame-Georgia game distorted everyone's opinion on everything. It reminds me back in 2006, I don't know if you guys recall that, that was the year when Michigan and Ohio State played each other in that last game, and the whole argument was that Michigan and Ohio State deserve to be in the championship over even the SEC champions because Michigan had such a quality win early in the season against who? Notre Dame in the second game of the year. And sometimes, uh, you know, I think all of, uh, all of us who watch college football tend to give too much credence to one game, especially if it's early in the year and especially if it's a brand like the Oklahoma Ohio State game, the Michigan-Notre Dame, or this year when everybody was giving so much weight to Georgia and Notre Dame, I think it distorted a lot of people's opinions of just how good everyone else was. There are a few teams that if they win out, they will be in the college football playoff. One of those teams is Auburn, and I tend to believe that they can do it. What's your take on their ability to run the table and then end up as one of the final four? Right, that's kind of the nightmare scenario for the for the committee, especially because of the decisions they made last year when they, you know, superseded champions and what happened on the field, and um, you know, selected Ohio State to go in. So it, it really complicates everything if that happens. So now, listen, that's out of everyone's control. The only people that can control that is Auburn, but you know, they're a unique football team because. They're very good on the defensive line, uh, so much that they're almost a mismatch for everybody who plays. They've got about six future NFL players playing NFL, you know, at different levels. Some of them are freshmen, some of them are juniors, some of them are seniors, but they're all going to play in the NFL. And it's a tough mismatch for any offensive line, and it will be even, you know, I mean, one would suspect that even Alabama in passing situations will struggle with 
Auburn's uh, defensive line. So when you're going against them as a play caller, uh, you're always thinking about protecting your offensive line. And I think it distorts your play calling. And if you're not running the ball efficiently, you're in for a long day. And then the lesson they learned at LSU when they were up 20 to nothing, they're dominating the game and they were, I had an interesting lead at the half of nine points, and you could almost see uh, Gus Malzahn the whole second half looking up at that score at nine and go, if we can put a touchdown up there at 16, we've got this game, and we can get out of here. We just don't want to make a mistake, and we score one touchdown, and they kept chasing a big play, and all of a sudden, uh, LSU climbs back into it. So, yeah, they're a threat to beat anybody, but, man, that throws a monkey wrench uh, into the whole thing. And I, like you, have been saying, you know, there are, I, I believe it's like three SEC teams, Clemson and Miami, I believe Oklahoma, and then obviously Wisconsin. Okay. So there's seven teams that control their own fate in the playoffs. And if that happens, if the chalk holds, um, the team that loses in the SEC championship, if it is an Alabama or, you know, well, that would be the only one. It puts Alabama in a precarious position that if they don't win the SEC championship, they don't control their own fate of being the second team in. Because I just look around and say, boy, if everybody else wins out, I don't see how Alabama gets in unless they win the SEC championship. Now, a long way to go. And one upset, I really think that if Alabama beats Auburn, they're in no matter what happens in the SEC championship. Gary, per your your your, your first comment about uh, wins being distorted, yes. do you believe Notre Dame is as bad as they looked the other night and, and no. Miami's as great as they look? No, I don't. We've watched them all year. I mean, it's 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 the bounces of playing sports. I mean, you know, everybody can have off nights. Uh, you know, I saw New England uh, Patriots look bad on different occasions. Uh, it's one of the things that I get frustrated about college football. I love it. I love the opinion. I know what you guys do for a living, and you know, I've done that. I did five years of talk radio where you talked about, you know, college football was fun to discuss. It's all fun and good unless you happen to be one of those teams <laughs> that's on the edge of the playoffs that get, that is getting talked out because they're not a strong enough brand. And, you know, that, that frustrates me. These championships, and I actually think it's doing a disservice to all of college football. We're almost into the mode now that we talk playoffs like people talk Heisman I mean it's September and we got arrows going up and down for Heisman candidates now we're doing the same thing for the playoffs and I I think that's the reason where you know you watch a Michigan State or a Purdue or Kansas State or a Cal and people seem to be kind of blase about the games anymore because there's so much talk about the top that people forget to enjoy the games and there's not enough weight put in on the conference championships. I really believe the committee has gone too far. They don't know what they don't know. I don't know why they watch game tapes. Uh, I mean, uh, Brian, you and I play a lot of football, and you and I could watch game tapes, and we would not be able to tell which team is better than the Mm -hmm. other. We we might say on a whole we think this team's stronger, but in a one-game matchup, come on, anybody can beat anybody of the top 20 teams. I think that's been proven out in college football over the past few years. Gio and Jones with Gary Danielson, lead analyst for the SEC on CBS, across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I agree with a lot of your takes on the committee and have before when you've been on the show, and they added a new wrinkle this past week 
when they started talking about Oklahoma's defense as a reason for them to be four and not two, which is something I'd never heard before. (laughs) And I had a little bit of a conniption over that. I imagine you (laughs) did as well. I, I don't know what to say about the committee. I mean, they're put in a tough. They really are put in a tough spot. I mean, they're all ethical people that have the the interest of college football at heart, but the, but they're basically trying to, you know, predict. Have you ever watched a game show that like that wall where they drop the the thing and yeah. it bounces around off the all? Clinko, Clinko, they're trying to predict something that's impossible to predict, and and it complicates everything that they do it, you know, so many weeks prior. Um, I actually think they should use it, be using the AP poll instead of the college committee poll. They're taking snapshots. I mean, everybody knew, not everybody, because there were a lot of people that didn't see it this way, but come on, all of us in college football know that if the Big Ten champ, the Big Ten, with all those TV sets, have an undefeated team, that team is going to be in the playoffs. I don't care what everybody else does, okay? There is no way that they're not going to get I don't care who they played. They play in the Big Ten, and if they're undefeated, they're in. And we have people looking at a snapshot of Wisconsin three-quarters of the way through the season saying they're number eight and going, well, they can't make it. And I just laugh at that stuff. I really do. Yeah, that's that's a nine take. Your Big Ten is going to have their their member in there if they are undefeated. And no matter yeah, the what problem the problem is going to be, Ryan, and Dale, is the problem is going to be – and I don't know what the committee does. I really don't. If Auburn wins out, okay, they're going to have three great wins, and they're going to be in the champ. They're going to be. Yeah. The There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I would but agree. What do you? But what yeah. do you do if you're a committee? If Ohio State beats Wisconsin, because just a year ago, you said ignore that big elephant in the room that they're the Big Ten champs. We know better. Ohio State is better than Penn State, and then Ohio State laid a big egg in the playoffs. And if they follow the same um, thinking and thought price and precedent from way back to just one year ago, okay, they're going to have to look at that and say, yeah, I know you're Big Ten champs, but we think Alabama's better than you because of their whole schedule. And and. I think that's a very dangerous precedent. I, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I don't. I. I listen. I agree that Alabama is one of the top four teams in the country. Okay, they're a little bit vulnerable now, but they're going to get healthy, especially for the playoffs. But it, is that where we want to go? <laughs> and here, where you just ignore championships? I, I. Alabama has a path. It's a tough path, but they have a path. Okay, and if they don't do it and things don't break right for them, meaning somebody else has to lose, okay, I think they could be on the outside if they look in. But my opinion is someone always loses. Yeah, that is true. And I and I, you did the preview show with me uh, uh, yeah. just prior to the season, and I had Auburn winning the West, and they're sitting in the catbird seat if they can just win out, and, 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 and they'll be in this playoff. Let me ask you before we let you go, Big 12, I think sure. they're doing themselves a, a, a disservice by holding a conference championship game with only yeah. 10 members, and, and of course uh, Oklahoma sitting atop of the conference currently. Uh, do you think it was the right move to implement a, a conference championship game with only 10 members? Yeah, it was a tough decision. You know, I understand they got nosed out because they didn't have a championship game for a couple seasons. But this year, they could put their champion vulnerable. Obviously, if Oklahoma wins out before the championship game, they're in. And the only thing they could do in that championship game is play their way out of it. But, you know, Brian, you just got to go back again. I was there in 2001. I did this game when Nebraska was the Big 12 champs 
and they lost. Colorado beat them by 60 points yeah. or you know, 60 points to 30, whatever it was. They still got in. I thought it was a travesty, but they got in. Uh, I was there, you know, when when Oklahoma lost to Kansas State, Darren Sproles, okay, but they still got in. So college football, I, I never cease to be amazed that people think they know more than what happens on the field. Without Vern, there's a void that is there with storytelling, I would imagine, <laughs> at dinners prior to the games that you guys do. <laughs> is Brad Nestler doing a good enough job filling that void? Well, I'm not pretty sure that if we uh, went all across the landscape of play-by-play uh, analysts, and there's a bunch of play-by-play uh, people across college football, there's a, a couple, you know, a bunch of talented ones. But I bet we couldn't find one closer to storytelling than Brad Nestler. Yeah. In one place. I'll have to say that he's a good man, and I think a lot of play-by-play people listen to Brad Nestler and go, "Well, that's a pro." And he knows how to do it, and uh, that's been evident all year. Well, you guys, it, it, you're having a blast, man, and we enjoy listening to you, and, and it just comes uh, shining through all the broadcasts. So congrats on a, another great year, and look forward to breaking bread with you here in a week or so. You got it. See you in Atlanta, guys. A great show, and uh, I, I enjoy doing it all the time. Call anytime, and I'll try to get my phone fixed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Gary Danielson. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.